0: Welcome to Sure Jan Podcast. I'm your host, Janice M. Where we'll be talking about what it's like being single and dating in your 20s and 30s. So, let's get some wine and popcorn and get real about what it's really like. Hello everyone, welcome to Sure Jan Podcast. I'm your host, Janice M. And I hope everyone out there is having a great day, a great week. And if you aren't, I am sending positive Positive vibes Um, Today we actually have a special episode Today I actually have one of my good girlfriends Jess who's going to be joining us On our little chat Today so um, If you have some girlfriends I feel like this is a time to listen Because it's us two girlfriends talking so Round up the girls and let's do this Alright guys I'm going to let her introduce herself And alright take it away Hey
1: everybody my name is Jess as Janice mentioned. So I am 25 living in Southie. I actually just bought my own place. I really love what I do for work and that next step in life is just finding someone to share all these positive things with. So I'm excited to give you all a glimpse on what the dating, specifically online dating world, has in store for all of us around Boston.
0: All right. I cannot wait to hear your thoughts and your suggestions. Also, you guys cannot see this, but her house is super fucking gorgeous. Oh. Um, <laughs> she decorated it so nice. We literally were in her yard, and she just told me everything that she's going to do to our backyard and... I cannot wait for the final product. So just want to throw that in there. She's like making big boss moves. So, all right. I can't wait to hear what she has to say.
1: Oh, thanks.
0: Okay. So how many dating sites would you say that um, you're on right now?
1: Well, how many do I have downloaded or how many do I actively use? Okay.
0: Let's say you actively use just um, so that we can get better content on that.
1: Yeah. I mean, so I've literally tried out every app that's out there. Um currently like I use probably Hinge and Tinder the most. Um but there's a big variety like Facebook now does dating. Uh Shift is a new app. That's really cool that I came across where you can uh, rate people for your friends and help them out. There's another new one called Smore where it's like you're looking for something more hence Smore. Ooh, and you okay. actually can't see their pictures. What? Um, They're blurred, and then you have to like things about their profile, and as you start liking stuff, then it, like, slowly unblurs when you finally match with them. Hmm. Um, and then we all obviously know Bumble, but a lady swipe first, or message first, and I'm using a specific to my people, J-Swipe, it's kind of like the Tinder for Jews, which is kind of fun,
0: too. I mean, hey, you do what you gotta do, man. You gotta do it um okay so um you said you use hinge and tinder mostly right at the moment at the moment okay so all right tell me what's the feel like for let's talk about tinder give me what your feel is of like the guys on it like guys that you've encountered and stuff
1: like that Mm -hmm. i feel like you're definitely getting more of a variety of people on tinder since there's fewer filters to like specify exactly what you're looking for, Um, it is definitely more superficial. So going into it, I typically look at people from a, like, this could be more of just like a fun connection perspective, whereas when I'm on Hinge going through instead of swiping, you're really figuring out ways to like begin a discussion. And there's so many more filters that you can even access with the free version. So I actually specifically, one of my biggest criteria for looking for an actual date is like matching values. And so when I whenever I'm going through Hinge, it's more of like, could this be a potential relationship? Um, and Tinder is more like, how much fun can I have? Uh,
0: so more like a like a hookup type of thing. You're looking like yeah, Tinder no, more yes. like hookup pushing or and then Hinge is more like, all right, let's like actually find something that we're interested in mm-hmm. or like what you have to say, like how you're describing yourself or something along those lines, right? Yeah, definitely. Okay. okay. So, so like that's the contrast, though. Okay. Fair enough. Okay. So... For our listeners out there that have never done a online dating profile or are interested in doing it or are already involved in doing it, I just kind of want to ask you. I feel like I feel like you're pretty successful in the online dating world. I am not, but um, hence, why I have you on this show for this episode because I don't want you guys to listen to me because I'm probably gonna set you up for failure when it comes to uh, like dating apps and doing the right thing on dating apps because uh, my successful rate is not the greatest. Um, okay, so what do you feel like from a female's perspective? perspective um, what's a good thing to put like on your profile that you feel would? get a lot of attention. Let's talk about Tinder. So Tinder we're looking at as more fun. So if somebody that's listening right now is looking to like do something more fun with looking for more of a fun aspect of dating than like something more serious, Mm -hmm. what do you think is like a better way for like to put on their profile?
1: Yeah. So I think the biggest thing, especially if your end goal is to actually meet people in real life, which obviously that's how real relationships happen, um, is to be honest with your pictures and don't just find, like, your cutest picture from back in high school when you were half your size and, like, haven't really hit puberty yet or, like, your super, I don't know, old school pics. Like, really be honest about what you're posting. Don't just only show your face but also your body um, because there's nothing worse than meeting someone in real life and being like, wow, you look nothing like your pictures. Um, So... Whether you're just looking for fun or looking for something serious, like, honest, current pictures are definitely a big step towards success and at least getting a second date after you meet them the first time. Mm -hmm. Um, Other things that guys really, like, care about, they don't want just, like, thirst trap, you know, total booby ass pictures unless, like, you're really only looking to hook up. But I've, I mean, I've talked to, like, even my guy friends, and they say there's so many profiles out there that are straight up just, like, hookers or people looking for money. And so if all you're doing is showing off your tits, like, they may just assume that you're part of that category when you're, like, a real independent woman that's looking for something okay. more, you know? Okay. So, um, I mean, definitely if you have nice assets, you could say, uh, it doesn't hurt to give a little glimpse of it, but I always use the philosophy of you pick one so there's like tits ass or like your tummy line right so in a picture itself you don't want to be showing off all of it same way if like you're going out for the night like you kind of pick what you want to highlight in that moment and so then each photo that you choose is like helping a different asset where if everything's just out in the open all the time that it kind of eliminates the... Like the element of surprise. Element of surprise. Yeah, Yeah. exactly. Like, if you look great in a bathing suit, I'm not saying don't put up a bikini pic, but, you know, maybe, like, a bikini pic with, like, a over shawl kind of thing or whatever, like a beach... Like a
0: cover-up type of thing. Yeah, Yeah. whatever you
1: call it... Like, then it's kind of like, okay, I can tell she looks good, but, like, I also want to see her for real life so I know, like, what else is there, you know? Mm -hmm. Um, Same deal with, like, having different facial expressions. If every single picture is just a selfie... Um, or only smiling, like, maybe you just look a little bit stiff, but, like, you have a natural, like, laughing picture, like, you're actively doing something, like, those show that you're a real human, and you, like, just want to highlight your personality and what you enjoy and what you do, and piecing your, your photos piece together a little bit of who you are, and so, I guess that's a summary.
0: (laughs) Okay, so... Great. I, I think those are great tips. Um, so pretty much look like you're an actual real person. Um, don't send out thirst trap pictures like as your profile pictures. Um, if no one knows or you're over an age where you have no idea what the hell a thirst trap picture is, it's pretty much when you're literally like showing them your ass, your titties, and like literally in a very provocative way. Um, so clearly just saying don't do that. Um, and if you are like... I feel like if you're going to send something like that or have that as your profile, make it, like, tasteful. Not that it's, like, okay, like, I'm literally just showing you, like...
1: A close-up of my taste. Yeah, exactly. (laughs)
0: So, it's like, yeah, no. I mean...
1: No. And one last deep tip. So, off of friends in your photos, because it's definitely great to show that you have them, you want to make sure you're picking pictures where you are still the center focus, And you're not just off on the side or in the background or being overshadowed by, you know, your hottest friend. Um, Because, again, this is your profile. And you want this person to have no doubt in their mind of who they're looking at or who they're considering. From the girl perspective, there's nothing worse than going through and being like, oh, I really wish that I could just, like... This was his friend's profile. I can just match with his friend. Like, I don't want to. <laughs> I don't want to talk to you, but all your friends are so hot. So, just make mm-hmm. sure that whatever pictures you're choosing, you look the best in, and you're really highlighting yourself.
0: Yeah. This also goes for any guy listeners. Please listen to that tip because I've run into that trap where I've looked at a guy's like profile picture, and he maybe had like one picture of himself, and the rest were like group pictures, and like his friends like overshadowed him in the picture. Like, I was more focused on looking at his friends that like looked better in the picture than he did um yeah then the one that was the selfie and then I quickly swiped left yeah. which swiping left is meaning that you do not want them yeah. um and so for me I was just kind of like yeah no like
1: <laughs> <laughs> the picture of themselves is like the last one yeah and, and it's just got me this far should
0: be left to be like disappointed <laughs> like this is not okay and like I do want you guys to know, like, I'm kind of going to piggyback off what Jess is saying, but you do have to know, like, you're kind of in this, like, online app world. You're pretty much a salesperson. And why I say that is you're literally selling your, like, you're kind of advertising yourself. Like, this is who I am. Like, you're you're putting whatever in your bio and then you're putting, like, pictures out there. Like, this is who I am. And that's, like, kind of, like, you're kind of literally selling yourself like I'm like yes I'm marketing myself like this is who I am and this is kind of like this is what you're gonna get when yeah. you interact with me or like trying exactly. and ask me on stuff
1: you're creating your brand but that's why it's so important at the same time that this is a brand that you do truly connect with and can express in real life too because when they go to your Instagram or they go to your Facebook, if you only picked your best three pictures from years ago, it's going to become pretty apparent, even if you haven't even met them yet, that this isn't what they actually look like. And that's why I even said the full body like earlier, you know, embrace your height. If you're short, that's fine. But don't not have any pictures comparing, you know, height, because then that's a shocker when you go and see like their real pictures off of the app. Or if it's, you know, um, I don't know, just like different things that you're highlighting. So just make sure it's your brand, but it's consistent across all of your online platforms and who you are as a person.
0: Yeah, like recent pictures are super, super key. Um, I like a friend of mine um, went on Bumble, which is another dating app. And she was talking to this guy and his pictures were him of a while ago. And when they exchanged like phone numbers and stuff like that and they exchanged like social medias she realized he was not the same person like these were pictures of him in a previous weight like he was a lot heavier now than he was in the pictures that he put on his Mm -hmm. bumble profile so it was just like all right like I felt really deceived and you don't want to give that like you don't want to give that person that impression like you're deceiving them because you're sending them pictures of one time you like looked amazing and now you like you know what I mean you're you're not the same person it's just like all right like send me something so I know I know what I'm swiping right to if I'm swiping right and it's still like Mm -hmm. some guy with six pack and like you come to me and now you have a dad bod I'm like okay where's the disconnect there like
1: yeah you know there's nothing wrong with who you are be like embrace that but be your true self is pretty much what I'm saying yeah at the end of the day
0: all right I like that Okay, so I know we just talked about pictures, but, like, what about the actual bio? Like, your suggestions. Like, what do you, Mm -hmm. like, what do you think?
1: Yeah, going back to this whole concept of everything that you're sharing is creating a persona that you want your potential matches to be intrigued by. But if you're writing paragraphs at a time, they likely aren't even going to be read, And so sometimes something as simple as emojis or just a list of like a few things that you like could work um, when I, you know, look through other people's profiles. I personally enjoy just putting like a one-liner, whether it's like a quote or a funny statement or a question, like something that can help trigger a conversation. Because at the end of the day, you don't just want matches, you want something that's then going to open the door to a deeper connection. So whether you're doing it by the words you're using or by the photos you're choosing either way you're telling a story of who you are and what you want these people to then reach out back so like I mean even giving info of where you're from uh, what school you went to what you do for work like those main mm-hmm. bias just having those shown on your profile. that's even a conversation starter. If you have a mutual connection in some way, that's gonna be something that can again start that conversation.
0: Yeah, like on my um, on my like bumble profile, I literally have bullet points of things about me like my height, um, I don't know kind of like what do I what I do for work? And yeah, like I just kind of have like little bullet, like where I'm from, like I just have little bullet points just so it just kind of gives you like, like a little summary of like who I am per se. So like if you are reading it, like I say I'm a dog mom, um, a big thing that like guys do when like we swipe right, like I swipe right on them and I start a conversation with them. Um, they'll t- ask me about my dog. So it's just like little things like that. So they're getting like just a little bit of a taste or like, like Jess said, um, even if you put a quote, mm-hmm. they could... Like, piggyback off that yeah. quote. Like, figure out where that quote came from yeah, if yeah. you're, like, referencing, like, a movie or something mm-hmm. like that. It's, it's a nice, like, little open conversation starter. Like, so, like, just, you don't, I personally, like, I agree with you. I don't think paragraphs, like, I read this guy and he had literally three paragraphs of stuff. And I was like, yeah, I'm not reading through all this shit. And I already swiped left to him and, like... Yeah, I don't have time to like sit Keep here and read.
1: Too hard. Yeah, like I That's don't need to real. read
0: like a fucking essay about like your life story. Like I don't need to hear that. Like I have no problem listening to it while we're having a conversation. But yeah. other than that, like I don't need to read a fucking whole like yeah. read.
1: And I mean, it's kind of the same deal. Of, like don't show off all the goodies at once. Like don't tell everything about your life. Like give enough to intrigue somebody, but you don't have to give your whole story in your. Bio, Because the whole point is to make that initial connection. Um, just to give an example of a quote. So one of my favorite quotes says, the two most important days in your life are the day you're born and the day you find out why. And I've had a lot of really great conversations off of that. Because people ask, like, have you found your why yet? Or, you know, they'll tell me, like, what their passion is or what drives them or what their kind of end goal is. And then you can skip through kind of just the small talk of where you're from what you do because it was already listed in the profile but now you can really have like a deeper conversation to see if a connection is really there
0: okay I actually really like that quote so and if anybody wants to use it Mm -hmm. are you giving the permission to use your little go for (laughs) it do it all right I like it I like it okay so we spoke about profile pictures and we spoke about bios okay so for like tinder i know tinder is either um it's normally either they will respond or you respond it gives you that option i know bumble it's only the females that respond and hinge it's kind of the same thing like either or can do the same thing it's not one specific sex Mm -hmm. saying something or whatever so give me um like waiting for messages how long after you match with somebody how long is a good time to wait for someone to message you back versus you messaging them first
1: So, I feel like with the apps, you're kind of avoiding the whole waiting game that you typically find with, say, texting somebody you might be into, which I disagree with regardless. If you see a message and want to respond, just freaking respond. Mm -hmm. But with this, one of my biggest pet peeves is when people match and then don't ever say anything. and They just sit in your phone. And so... If you match with somebody and you genuinely are like interested in them, send the message right away. Like, what's the point of waiting? Because if I don't really connect or like have a conversation with somebody within like 24, 48 hours of matching, I'm likely just never going to go back and talk to them. And that's why some of these apps actually have time limits or time frames where you have to respond within some as little as two hours, some give you up to like 14 days before your match expires but you know just that urgency shows that you are interested and there's so many people who wait so why be another one who's waiting if you're urgent that's just going to make you stand up from the crowd okay
0: that's actually really great advice because I am one of those people that waits um I feel like so obviously with Bumble it gives females that push to like be the person to like say something first which Mm -hmm. is like For me I feel like the pressure's on because you're just like what is my opener gonna be to you like I'm not gonna say like the general like hey like what's up or like hey how are you doing because I feel like that's super plain and I don't feel like I stand out in the crowd if I just give you like a one liner that's like very plain Jane Mm -hmm. um but I do I know for myself like personally I do wait a little bit um and then if I don't hear from this person like like when I swipe right and then I already know that we match then I know that like you liked me first, mm-hmm. and that's how, like, so I'll like wait and I'm like, all right, so clearly, or if I message you and I don't hear back from you, which I do like from Bubble because it only gives you 24 hours to answer back, mm-hmm. um, I think that's great instead of like you sitting on my matches and I never talk to you ever. You're just sitting up there and yeah. it's just kind of like stupid, like, In what the heck? Man's land. Yeah, or like some of these guys are like, they'll still have a profile and they don't use it anymore, and it's just like, why can't like some of these apps? They don't tell you if these person, this person's like deact, like they're not oh, active or something like that. that. So like that's that's like a thing that I I feel like it does happen. Like oh, or this guy, like you know, I know we're in quarantine right now, so obviously some people are coming out of the woodwork. Mm-hmm. Um, I know a guy that like went and like he's like, yeah, I wasn't even active on this. I decided to just make it active again, and I saw that we had matched, and I just wanted to like like reach out and i like completely forgot about this fucking guy because this was like a while ago that this shit happened and i was like i was like did we matt like who the fuck is this but um but yeah like it's like weird that's the only thing i say that like i i don't like about these dating apps is just they don't tell you if somebody's like inactive or not like you could have created a bumble profile and like deleted the app right away like but you're still active on the on the site
1: some of them it will like make your profile kind of a ghost. like it like looks like your picture when it's small and you click on it and then it's like all gray or something. Oh really that a few times. I don't know. Um, but so off of the line, like or the direction of opening lines, like after you get a match, mm-hmm. another huge pet peeve of mine is on hinge specifically. You can't just swipe right or left. You have to pick something in their profile that intrigues you. Yeah. So you're either liking a photo or liking a statement or replying to a statement or photo. And then when you get that notification saying this person likes you with their little glimpse, you can then reply back and actually establish the conversation. Or you can hit this horrible button that should not exist called invite this person to start the chat. They've already started the chat with you. Yeah. They already initiated. They already replied to something that you've done. Yeah. So now it's your turn to take it to the next step. But if somebody says, like, uh, wow, like, that marathon, um, like, I can't believe you just ran a marathon. I'm actually planning to run New York City in September. Do you have any tips? And then they click the invite Jess to chat I'm just like I just chat like start yeah. a conversation with you Like yeah, yeah, yeah. answer my question
0: yeah yeah um
1: and so if anybody does that I'm just like well screw them and I just you know drop it um but on the opposite end I've had friends that I've literally seen do this where they're on their phone they have all these people who are like you know 15 people have liked you and you can see like all the conversations that they started and instead of going through and deciding who they think is cute or not in that moment they'll just be like invite, 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 and then they'll go back through if somebody replies again, be like, okay, I actually do like them, or let me actually delete this person now, and I hate that, I think it's super duper annoying, so if you're one of those people, please stop doing it right now, (laughs) um, because that's not what that freaking button is meant for,
0: but it's weird though, because it's like, I've, I've had that too, like, some, somebody would like, start a conversation with me, whatever, and then like, I'll like like what they say and then it's like oh I invited them to talk or I think like when they reply to you for something that's on your profile I feel like that's for me I think that's the initiative to like start yeah. a conversation but if you're just liking my picture and you say nothing you just liked it I'm like okay
1: yeah. and then you can invite them to chat yeah but yeah. like when they literally ask you a question or yeah. say a statement in regards to something yeah. that you've already put out there They're starting... They've already started it. Yeah. Yeah,
0: yeah, yeah. No, I I completely agree with you. The only thing, like, obviously I'm going to counteract is just if they, like, like your picture, just like, okay... I don't know where the fuck this conversation is going yeah, I, Like you think I'm a good looking person Okay that's great
1: <laughs> Yeah
0: like what else are you gonna say to me Like mm-hmm. yes I'm inviting you to have this conversation It's just okay. like okay And then like maybe maybe they have that mindset I already liked your picture so Now you start the conversation Maybe they're thinking that way too So yeah. who the fuck knows at, the, at, at this point Like the dating world obviously is like fucking crazy Online dating is obviously crazy too So you kind of never know what you're gonna get But you know This is, you know, this is kind of why I invited you on this podcast, on this episode. (laughs) So you can kind of give me, like, another perspective. Because I know my personal, like, feelings and my, like, personal experiences in the dating app world. So it's it's nice to get another perspective that's not my own, obviously. So, yeah. Alrighty. Okay. So, let's get into opening lines. Like, what to say.
1: Yeah, so... Some examples, um, you can either take their profile because ideally now that you've curated your profile to show who you are, represent your brand, Mm -hmm. people are all doing that for themselves and they're handing you on a silver platter what matters to them and what they want to talk about. So the easiest route to show that you genuinely like this person and that they're not just another superficial match with the, Hey, what's up? Is by replying to something they've already shown you. Oh, they're on this camping trip. Like where or where was that hike from that you've been on, right? Um or wow, you're giving a speech with a microphone, like or do you do stand-up? Are you performing somewhere? Like what's that about? Like they're giving you a glimpse of things that they care about. Um maybe they're you know have different emojis explaining activities they like. So Use those things, and then whenever I get a message that somebody's asking me about myself or about my pictures, that's my way of knowing they actually looked at my profile, they didn't just swipe me in a second because it was convenient. So that's one really easy way. And then, if you're trying to be creative, some of my favorite ways to start conversations are asking things like. Try to summarize yourself in five emojis. I know I keep saying emojis, but I feel like it's just an easy way to, like, not say words, but still give a little, like, something, like a glimpse of something. Mm-hmm. So that's um, actually a pretty fun kind of activity So you get to learn about. But I also like to play a guessing game. So, like, they'll give their emojis, and, you know, if they put a fire flame, I'm like, so are you a firefighter, or do you just think you're really hot? You know, and so then you mm-hmm. can kind of be goofy about it when yeah. you're guessing what their emojis mean. Um, another fun question I like to ask is, you know, what's the most embarrassing song you know all the words to? And then you just get a glimpse on what type of person they are. Or like, what makes them laugh? Are they silly like you? Are they really serious? Like, yeah. how are they answering that question? Um, other uh, fun things, I'm a big fan of cheesy pickup lines. And I have quite a lot up my sleeve. Um, so I like using those sometimes, too. And just seeing how people react to it. Mm -hmm. Um, because I'm looking for somebody personally who I can kind of have friendly banter with any conversation that starts off with, Hey, what's up? Or like, what do you do for work? Or where are you from? Those questions should have been answered before they even liked my profile. So skip the small talk and get into like, who are we as people or like what makes us laugh or how does the conversation flow? Is it natural? Cause those are the things that really are going to set you apart and make you more intrigued by a potential match.
0: Okay. I like that. Okay. So for like shits and giggles, give me some corny, like cheesy pickup lines that you like throw out there.
1: Um, So sometimes I get back good responses, and sometimes I'm just like, are you serious? It just goes Um, over their head type of thing. Yeah, so um, one that's funny is it's like, oh, do you like raisins? And then, like, they'll say, like, yes or no, whatever. And then you go, how about a date? And then (laughs) I had one guy be like, um, not really that big of a fan. like, what about, um... He was like, do you like Taylor Swift? And I was like, huh? And then he's just like, oh, I thought we were just asking what we like. I was like, what? No. Like, either way, how does, like, dry fruit
0: transition to Taylor, so Taylor Swift. Swift? Okay. Like, maybe, maybe he thinks Taylor Swift is, like, dry fruit. I uh, don't fucking understand but, um, his mentality, I mean, but yeah. That usually
1: works. So or, like, one of my other favorite ones, like, you know, I'll say, do you have a jersey? And then they'll, you know, say yes or no. And then I say, well, because I need your last name and number. know so you can like yeah like get it in there a little bit more you know slide in further um like there's so many COVID jokes you can do like if you know if COVID doesn't take you out can I um, oh my god you know uh, (laughs) (laughs) that is so bad (laughs) that's like an easy one or uh, you know, They're
0: cheesy, but so freaking how about, bad, though. Do you
1: believe in love at first swipe, or should we unmatch and do this again?
0: Oh my god!
1: I mean, I you know, may
0: use these because they are. There's hilarious. also like some
1: guys that I've literally matched with on several of the different apps, mm-hmm. and I just keep coming across them, and then we continue to keep matching. And after like the third time matching with the same person, we haven't had a conversation yet. I'll say stuff like, "Well." clearly the internet thinks we're destined, so when are we picking out rings? You know, just, like, being super forward about it, because if they don't think that's funny, then – and they take that as a serious thing, then, like, that's a red flag in itself. But, like, hopefully, like, they'll be goofy about it. Um, But really, I'm just looking for somebody who can take a joke and have a natural flow of a conversation. Okay. Um, Yeah. But other big things to avoid, I think – is like just saying stuff like you're sexy or you're pretty or like great eyes like things that are just super official mm-hmm. that's why they liked your profile like that stuff is obvious that shouldn't really have to be explicitly stated yeah it's not starting a conversation or bringing something anywhere um
0: so bringing something to the table instead of just saying like hey like like, nice legs or something, like, alright, yeah, clearly, like, you thought my legs were nice, like, yeah. that's why you already swiped right on me, you don't need to, like, tell me yeah. something at, like, you know.
1: why there's <laughs> like, weird-ass compliments? One person was like... I like your thighs. I'm like, that is the strangest body yeah. part to compliment. I mean. <laughs> that just makes you sound like a creeper.
0: <laughs> I mean, listen, not trying to knock anybody's fucking fetishes out there, but, I mean, if whatever the fuck you're into, you're into it. Yeah. But let's have a fucking conversation first, and then if you want to slide that in after, sure. Yeah. But, like, let's actually talk about shit first. Yeah,
1: one guy that I'm recently um, talking to, I I like, kind of called him out, so his conversation starter was just, like, a heart shape. But I was pretty interested in him. So then I, you know, opened the door and, like, started having more of a conversation. I, I pulled the, uh, you know, the reins in. Yeah. And then when we did meet up, I said, so do you send heart emojis to everyone you match with? And he was like, you might not want to hear this, but it's a great way to figure out if the person's actually interested. Because a heart emoji doesn't really start a conversation. But if they do want to talk to me, then they'll respond to it. And I was like you little shit, oh right? My God. But it does make sense because in my opinion, if I'm just matched, with, if I get like, you know, a bunch of matches a day and someone's kind of like, eh, like, I don't know how I totally feel about you. If they don't say something funny or engaging, I'm just never going to reach out to them. But if I really want to talk to someone, whether they just say hi or they just send me a heart emoji, mm-hmm. if I really want to talk to them or I'm really interested in them. I will just make the move myself. Yeah. But you don't want to rely on that because you could also be missing a lot of matches just by kind of being complacent.
0: Yeah. Okay. Makes sense. So, yes. Like, to sum it up, like, make sure, like, you guys aren't, like, having, like, these superficial-ass intros and trying conversation starters. Just make sure you guys are actually having, like, fucking conversations instead of like these how are you doing what do you do for work like intro like i could have read this off your profile type of bullshit so Mm -hmm. make sure that we're actually having these type of like conversations just so it makes the person think that you're very like you're more engaged in trying to talk to them instead of it just being like a hey how's it going what are Mm -hmm. you doing like Something stupid like that,
1: yeah. so... Ooh, even a GIF is, like, a really, really easy way to open the door. If you're not feeling creative, just, like, type in a random word. And whenever GIF comes up, that's always kind of funny.
0: Yeah. Gifts are fun, too. Yeah. So, that's even... That kind of shows, like, your personality in a sense, too, because... You can send, like, a really funny gift, and if the person gets it, then you're like, okay, then this is going to be a person I'm going to vibe with. If they don't get it, and they're like, what the hell is this? And you're like, okay, then <laughs> maybe next. this isn't going to work. Yeah. <laughs> maybe this is not going to work. So let's let's nix that right then and there. Okay. So now we have our profile picture down our bio down how we like need to approach conversations um like the intros to conversations and kind of like how to get the conversation started okay so based on that what do you feel like is a reasonable meeting time like when is it like all right let's stop on this app and let's like actually meet in real life
1: mm-hmm. so i may have a more forward philosophy on this than other people mm-hmm. but i look at it within the 48 hours of matching with somebody, if I don't either meet you or have a plan of when I'm going to meet you, then it's probably never going to happen. So, I really hate texting, which anybody who knows me knows that I have, like, an average of 50 to, like, 350 unread text messages on my phone at a given time. Yeah, she does. (laughs) (laughs) You can only imagine with, like, eight different dating apps how many unread messages are on those two. Um, so... You know, when I do see a message or somebody I want to talk to, we'll have that back and forth. We'll, you know, have a conversation. I either feel like it's flowing naturally and I want to learn more about this person. And so I, you know, literally am pretty open and say, so when do I get to actually meet you? Or, you know, do you want to join me and the pup on a walk later? Whatever it is. And, I mean, sometimes it's even literally the same day if I happen to be free. I know that, you know, with real jobs, that's not totally realistic all the time, but even just making that plan of when you're going to meet someone, and if they're kind of being wishy-washy about it, you know, it's just like a waste of time. There's so many people out there and so many options out there. If someone's not going to, you know, at least give you a straight answer about something or just say, like, let's talk more or let's send pictures more or let's do this and that, like, I don't want to learn about your whole life via a text conversation, mm-hmm. I want to meet you, see if we have chemistry, and then learn about who you are, because I only have so much time on my hands, there's only so much time in the day, and so you do kind of have to be able to instantaneously decide, like, is this a person I feel like I want to have a conversation with, yeah. or not, and I'm not saying invite these people to your house after one text message conversation, exchanging, like, ten messages, if that. hmm You know, meet at a bar or go for a walk, meet at the beach, whatever it is. But really meeting in person is so crucial to the foundation of any relationship. Like you could vibe so well digitally, and then you meet in person and there's literally nothing there. Your pheromones don't match each other, you just like you just don't feel that spark. And then you wasted what the past 14 days texting this person 24-7. For you to not even like them in real life, yeah. So, just I don't have the time to waste, and I'm assuming none of you hard working women out there do either. So, just make a decision who you want to meet, meet them, and then from there, you know, every interaction you have is just helping you learn more about what you're looking for or not looking for in person. Mm-hmm. But if all those act- interactions are just on the phone, you could be anybody. Like, think about when you ask your friends for advice on what to say back to someone. For all you know, every single creative, clever thing they've ever said is one of their friends talking, not even them. So if they can't have that same natural conversation with you in real life, like, it's just not even worth pursuing.
0: Yeah. No, I agree. I I do feel like the time frame of, like, meeting somebody from, like, talking to them online does need to be, like, a lot sooner than later I just feel like the more and more you prolong it it's just
1: and then you're building up this false narrative or like yeah even getting your hopes up like you create this person in your mind who you know has all these qualities that you want but then you meet them and you're so let down like it kind of just sucks all around so might as well just rip the band-aid off and figure out yeah if you want to learn more or not
0: absolutely I feel like the quicker i like meet you and like hang out with you and interact with you the quicker i'm like gonna figure out like okay wow this was because like like you said if i'm gonna talk to somebody for two weeks and i invest myself into talking to this person for two weeks and we've we've not met yet and when we finally meet i'm like i just wasted my fucking time mm-hmm. talking to this person for weeks and nothing there was no spark there was no chemistry like you can't infer- build
1: that like it's just yeah like, yeah like, spark is there or it's not there and yeah then the foundational relationship yeah. But, like, if there's literally no physical attraction in real life, it's not just going to boom out of nowhere. Yeah.
0: I don't know. It's just... No, I agree. I think... I really think that it's just... It should kind of, like, kind of flow. And it, and it, and it saves you time, too. So it's just like, all right, me and you talked for, like, two days. And we're like, all right, let's... We talked on Monday. Okay, let's, like, hang out on Thursday. And so I've only talked to you for a couple days. I, I see you on Thursday. And then, like, it's not it's not there, I'm like, all right, I didn't really waste my time that much. Like Mm -hmm. we talked for a little bit, I met you and then it didn't work out. I can move on to the next thing or whatever. Like it just doesn't need to be prolonged like that. Like Mm -hmm. you're basing an online situation and then thinking that this online situation is going to be the same as if it is in real life. Like Mm -hmm. you never know if, like I could be I could be like super like I am like that like I'm I'm a very like I'm an outgoing person in general But like when it comes to somebody that like i'm actually very attracted to i'm not that way at all Like i'm, I'm a little like not reserved, but i'm very like shy and stuff like that So it's kind of like all right Like I like to like know about you a little bit so like when we're in person then I can chit chat and like i'm i'm good to go like i already know kind of like what i'm getting myself into just from like i do think you should talk to somebody for a little bit not like two weeks Mm -hmm. i think like a couple days i feel like is okay because i feel like you'll get to know somebody a little bit in a couple days um i don't think it should be more prolonged than that because it Mm just yeah just like you said creating a narrative and that's not yeah yeah what it's supposed to be
1: even if you feel like you can't actually meet this person whether it's time or you know, health constraints since the COVID pandemic still is in existence. Mm -hmm. Um, Simply hopping on a FaceTime or a video call, that too just shows you so much about a person and their mannerisms. One of my biggest fears is that someone's going to have like a crazy voice that I can't stand. (laughs) And, you know, they, they look great. We like... Yeah, like message great and then I hear them talk and I'm just like whoa yeah
0: like your voice is not to, match right your face. and so
1: if you FaceTime then at least you like can hear how they talk what their tone of voice is mm-hmm. read like other body language that you'd see via video Yeah, and that kind of gives you a lot of do I connect with this person and do they look how they look in their pictures when they're moving around and talking and not posed in a certain way. So, I mean, at the absolute least, if you are interested in somebody, get on a call, like a video call with them, and then ask those questions like, so what do you love most about your job? Because I don't want to write a paragraph explaining what I like about my job. Yeah, You know, I want to talk to you, or what's your ambitions? What are you trying to do? Like, those are great questions to ask, but writing them on the phone is boring and time-consuming and repetitive, and it's just way better to talk it out and see how natural the conversation flows
0: exactly and I feel like if you have all your conversations are basically through like text and stuff like that like I feel like you're not going to have anything to talk about when you guys actually meet in person Mm -hmm. or if you're facetiming somebody like you may like run out of things to say and that's like that doesn't make such like it doesn't make such a natural flow of like a conversation and like just sitting there and just being like okay, I already know what you do for work. I already know that you like this, this, that, and the other thing. Like, I already know these things because you texted it to me. I'm like, all right, so, like, what the hell else do I ask you? Like, then you're kind of sitting there, like, up, oh. like, twiddling your thumbs. Like, doo doo do doo do. Like, I don't know what the hell else am I for supposed sure. to say.
1: And that's why my conversations, at least at the beginning, that first conversation typically isn't even deep about the person, but it's more just about, like, having just an open, flowing conversation and seeing yeah. how the back and forth is mm-hmm. to just see if we're compatible in, like, a communicative perspective. Commun- communicative.
0: <laughs> whatever. I don't even know that word
1: yeah. is um, <laughs> just seeing, like, how that goes. And then you ask the real questions. Ask about their family. Ask about, you know, their hometown or their pet peeves or yeah. deal breakers, whatever. And make it, you know get deep but after you know that that's somebody you want to spend that time investing in
0: correct and i i also do like i know like we're saying like obviously we're in the middle of a pandemic right now currently and like meeting people face to face right now was not like people may not be really like think that's super safe like all these apps have virtual dating on them like all of them have that option to like virtually date somebody right now so like that should not give anybody an excuse so like want to meet like listen i could like we could facetime if you don't have an iphone if you want to like talk to them on another app that's like you can face like see their face and have like a virtual date like because virtual dates like are a thing um so i suggest like i do feel like okay We've talked for a little bit. I do want to see what you look like, even if we're not meeting in person. Let's just do the virtual date thing. And you can still like, even though you're not like physically like, like in front of this person, but like you can still see their mannerisms. Like maybe they like, I don't know, like pick their teeth when they're talking. Like that's something like I would fucking want to know. Like, or they do something gross that I'm like, ew, like yikes. And then move on to to the next thing. Or if it's not vibing, like even talking through like, or it's the same thing. Like if they would be like in person, obviously you just don't have that physical like touch or whatever. But like I feel like we're talking. I can see what you look like. I can see anything that you're doing. Like it just makes it a little bit more realistic or real. Mm-hmm. I don't know. Than talking through sure like a text message. <laughs> and and Siri doesn't understand. Yeah, Siri really doesn't understand <laughs> what the hell I'm saying. So here we go. <laughs> Next.
1: So some tips when it comes to the FaceTime quote-unquote date, I actually feel like the unplanned ones end up working out the best because then it's less scripted, less thought about, or forced. So just to give you a quick example, um, I challenged one guy to guess my phone number, I gave him all of the numbers but one, which is one of my favorite little uh, tricks. But he had said, or I said, once you guess it, I'll be waiting for a FaceTime. You know, just throwing it out there, whatever, thinking maybe he'll accept the challenge, maybe I'll hear from him, like, maybe it'll just be another leaf in the wind. Um. Anyways, I all of a sudden, my phone starts ringing from an unknown number for a FaceTime call, and I was like, shit, like, he actually accepted the challenge. But then it was fun because we got to see each other in our natural habitat without, you know, planning what we look like, how our hair is done, it's just who you are and circling back to the very beginning of like being your true self when it comes to dating like you need to love yourself appreciate yourself like where you are in life in order to share that with somebody else and the more you curate whether it's like this false sense of identity or whatever it's going to be really obvious when it comes down to real life interactions but the, the spur-of-the-moment FaceTimes, I've actually done a, a handful at this point, have really been my favorite ways of connecting with people um, virtually.
0: Okay.
1: Nice. Okay.
0: So let's, let's talk about, like, good stuff that have come out of your online dating experience. Like, give me some good, like, stories just so that anybody that's kind of apprehensive to – start this journey on the online dating like the app world they're a little scared or they just don't know what to expect like kind of give us like some if you can tell me your top two stories you don't have to give me like the full story just kind of give me like a little summary of it and then just so that our listeners can kind of get
1: Ooh, that is a hard one I feel like I've actually had a lot of really successful dates um and the way that I kind of uh say it's successful is that at the end of it, we genuinely had a good time. Um, That might not mean that I go on to see this person again, but the time that we did share together was positive, and that, you know, taught me something in one way or another. Um, I do have, like, a very memorable negative experience, and this could fall in my line of just being too... um, lackadaisical about having a conversation with somebody before being down to meet them um, because I was feeling kind of lazy sometimes Um, Mm -hmm. but we had maybe exchanged like six messages total and then I was like cool like let's meet for ice cream and it was the most painful 33 minutes like of my entire life like I've never had such a hard time talking to somebody and i think it's just because i didn't give myself enough time to that like i sent like six messages of like hey this is where i am right now are you free tonight cool okay let's meet at this spot at this time awesome yeah, yeah. <laughs> so like so probably not
0: spur of the moment like you
1: can still be the same day but learn a little bit more about them.
0: yeah
1: um because typically like at the very least like it's just a good time like a good conversation a good activity a good interaction and like that's that's a win in my book but um if you're just like itching to go or have to do the fake emergency text your friend to get them to call you and claim that their boyfriend just broke up with them. So you have to go, <laughs> um, I may or, may or may not have
0: done that.
1: <laughs> I mean, then, I've
0: done it. It's fine. Negative. It's fine.
1: Yeah. Um, yeah. But then the other big thing, and this might not really be answering your question, but whether that interaction that you had in real life is something that you want to pursue again or not Always be clear with your intentions. Like, I think the worst thing after a date with anybody is to never hear from them again, even when you felt like it ended really well. And it might be because you're on different pages, which is fine. But there's guys that I've had, like, an awesome time with. Like, at the beach, we spent the whole day, like, eight hours, got there, like, 5 a.m. before everyone showed up. Just, like, such a fun morning. And then all of a sudden, like you don't hear from them, and that sucks because you're like, what? What went wrong? Yeah. When really, like we're just on different pages or looking for different things. So, sim- simply saying, like I had such a great time with you doing this activity. Um, however, I feel like we're maybe looking for something different, or I don't see this going much further. Um, but like you know, like it just was great. Was great meeting you. Like it was a good experience. Acknowledging that is big because not every date is going to end in a relationship. Um, If that was the case, I would have a lot more relationships than I do have or have had. But they all are a a stepping stone to that ultimate relationship. So it's just being, you know, open. Open and honest. So, aka, don't ghost. Yeah, don't ghost, as Janice Janice (laughs) said before. It's, like, not worth it. And it also just gives you closure, too. If you met someone and you had a lot of fun, but you... Don't see them as the person you want to become exclusive and date either. Tell them that so they're not then wondering. And then you're also not wasting each other's time going back and forth exactly. afterward. Yeah. Um, another sign, and I believe Janice actually used... My thoughts on this in a previous podcast, too. But another sign that that interaction went well and that you likely will see this human again is when you're leaving, making a plan before you go of when you're going to see them again. If you had fun, but you're just not seeing it, you typically on either end don't make an effort to figure out when the next time your meeting is. hmm You might say, like, yeah, let's do this again, but you keep it open-ended, right? But if you say, like, can't wait to see you on Saturday when we go biking, you know, like, you have a plan that you've talked about, a time that you're meeting, like, all those details, then it's as simple of a follow-up, you know, later in the week. Hey, are we still good for this day? And if you have to reschedule, you have to reschedule. But by making a plan before you go, that's your way of knowing on both ends that you do genuinely want to see each other again. Um, And I think anybody who I've left without a plan – on the outskirts it typically is just like a one date that may have been positive or negative but it, that's all it was
0: yeah I mean even like open communication and like just having that kind of conversation and just being honest I feel like it's such a big 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 deal because like I know okay like even if you don't even tell me right then and there that like you didn't you don't want to pursue me at least like fucking text me and be like, hey, like, it just wasn't, it wasn't flowing for me or something like that. I just feel like keeping it open and closed, like, just opening the door and just like, yeah, like, okay, see you later. Like, it was so good. Like, I had a great time and then you never hear from this person again and they just kind of just leave you like, pretty much unread. Like, they ghost you. I just, I just feel like it's it's open. It should be an open communication. Just be like, hey, I didn't have a great time or I had a great time. I just don't see mm-hmm. me and you being anything more than what this was yeah okay so on that note i am going to wrap this conversation up with you jess i want to thank you for coming on inviting me into your home and letting me sit here and just shoot the shit with you about (laughs) online dating um yes um i will tag your instagram handle on this info so if anybody wants to follow Jess and be your friend I will tag her on Instagram um, but yeah I want to thank you um, If there is there any last words that you want to say to the to our little crew of listeners before
1: I so I've definitely a lot of creative one liners um, up in my mind so if you're ever struggling feel free to send me a message and I'll whip something up for you And I also really enjoy just seeing funny conversations and interactions. I have a whole slew of them saved in my phone, so that's always something fun to share back and forth too.
0: (laughs) So, if you need one liners or how to like answer one liners, just as your girl to go to. (laughs) So, yes, again, I want to thank you. Thank you for inviting me in your home. Thank you for letting us in. And yeah. All right. Thank you. All. Bye. <laughs> Again, I want to thank everybody for um, taking their time to listen today. I know today is a bit long of an episode, but I'm glad that we stuck it out together and you guys hopefully absorbed all the info that Jess gave, gave us in today's episode. Um, she was such a great sport and I freaking appreciate her so much. So... I love you guys I can't wait To do our little chats again Next week and yeah uh, Follow me on Instagram At sure underscore Jan podcast Uh, Email me your questions Or topics you really want me to Talk about at sure podcast At gmail.com you guys Have been amazing sliding in my DMS I am Loving the following requests that I'm getting and you guys just sending me So many messages you guys are amazing And I'm happy that We are on this journey together. Love you guys.